Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Here, wait, I'll do this. Wait, wait. Come on. This puts the air back in the bag. <laughs> that is Rick Wakeman on the harp tower. That is That is Rick Springfield on backup vocal. Yeah. And that is my neighbor John on the keyboard drum noises. That is Rick Dempsey, former catcher for the Baltimore Orioles. On the timpani. There's no timpani. In Which song. were not used. <laughs> he said there were some timpani tracks, and we said, thank you. We we don't need that. We're all set here. We're not going to need the, the timpani tonight, but thanks. Fantastic. Um, I, I didn't watch the Grammys. Peach, did you watch the Grammys? I sure did. Yeah, you always do, right? Can you tell Cal and I what the hell's going on here? Well, it was an e- it was an evening of mashups, mashup performances, right? Uh, and some worked, and some <laughs> didn't. That's fine. Right. Uh, Madonna tortured us for six and a half minutes of an interminable song. Uh, where she attempted to dance and looked at Axl Rose level winded midway through. <laughs> That's nice. Where you started to get really worried, like, oh my God, are they, did, should they take her off? <laughs> That's kind of, I don't know. This could be it. Uh, this could be it. She's like um, Red Fox. One of my least favorite <laughs> people in the world. <laughs> she did not. She looked. She looked peaked. She did not look good. Who knew that Cal does a fantastic Mama from What's Happening and a fantastic Red Fox from from uh, uh, what is Sanford and Son? That's, uh, I know what he was yeah. watching. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> what did he say? What did he used to say? Yeah. Who, yeah, I'm coming for you. Who's one of your least favorite people, PJ? Well, uh, uh, and 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 I'm, I'll tell you. But uh, okay. the the other thing was, this was the first and only time I've ever seen Madonna just for a hundredth of a second look worried. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like three and a half minutes in. She's got dancers spinning around her, and she just had this momentary look of <laughs> panic. We're this is halfway. <laughs> I'm not gonna make uh, this. No, and she she made it fine, you know. But it was, you know, definitely one of those. It's one of those things you discuss the next day where her age is brought up immediately. You know, it's like, well, Madonna still doing it. You know, gotta love Madonna still kicking it at whatever she is, fifty-two or something getting it like done. That. Right. <laughs> There's still some spunk in the old gal. A lot of lip service paid. That's a great point, though. You, she is one of those performers like Prince or like uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like you never see them for a moment concerned or you know right. or something like even a just a little crack in the armor right right no i mean paul mccartney i can't remember what performance it was where it was where he uh he played the 
with the Foo Fighters. Right. And he came out and started on a, the completely wrong chord. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the band was all in G and he was in like A flat, you know. <laughs> it was just so uh, and he didn't didn't even he's didn't even ball. Didn't even yeah. budge, didn't even bingo. He he waited, you know, the 1.3 seconds that you wait, and then he just moved his hand, and it all fell, right. and it just clicked right back into place. That's a pop up. The uh, one of my least favorite performers uh, is uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay. <laughs> Did a superb duet with Beck. From the album of the year, or whatever it was, record of the year. Was it record of the year, album of the year? I don't remember what it was. Do they call them records anymore? Yes. From the CD of the year. Uh, download of the year. Right. The download of the year. Most bootleg track goes to. Right. Cal, do you like Beck? No, not really. I've tried. <laughs> Made the effort. Yeah, can't. I can't do it. I, I like some Beck quite a bit. Yeah. How many studio albums does he have, by the way? That was the one number I was like, oh, like they're like thirteen. Yeah, like, like and he wins for thirteenth studio. I'm like thirteen. Mm-hmm. I thought there were like three. That's <laughs> Sam Smith cleaned up, huh? Yeah, he'll not be heard from again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? Why? Because he cleaned up. It wasn't supposed to happen. What? else can that voice do that would make an interesting track what other genre can he lend that voice to where where it'll be interesting enough to sell records and get radio play there's nothing uh no no i mean he's getting radio play all over he will and he'll he'll do a successful duet with somebody soon Right. And he'll have a a lesser track pushed into a movie soon, uh, right. and it'll and it'll do fine. But no, this is not you, you. You don't you don't hear from Sam Smith again in in fourteen months. He's he's all gone. He's completely dissolved. Does <laughs> Sam Smith want a little too much? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there mafia guys in charge of it? Well, because you're never going to hear from him. Oh, that's that's what, that's what he's talking about. He's not to be heard from again. That Sam Smith so he, went a little too much. He sleeps with the fishes. All right? We got to make that him. English kid go away. We got to make that kid disappear. Too the sweet. The Grammys were uneven, but I like them. The Katy Perry's number was excellent. Excellent. Oh my god. I mean, the show took a weird turn. Was it was like. Celebrate music, celebrate music, and domestic abuse. Here's the president. He gives a speech on domestic <laughs> abuse. Here's Katy Perry depressing us all with shadow puppets about domestic abuse. Don't beat your girlfriend. And commercial. Producers are actually, like scurrying around frantically like, actually, was this planned? They did, they did the whole domestic abuse number, and then, and then like unironically, out comes Rihanna. To, right. to do with Chris Brown, to do, to do a number with Kanye and Paul McCartney, uh. <laughs> having none of it. Here to present best new artist is Rihanna and Chris Brown. And they just kind of like walk out arm in arm right <laughs> after the domestic abuse. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Any Chris of those Brown artists? What? What? What's your problem? What? Um. Any of those artists, Cal, big for the girls? Ariana Grande. And did she win something? She didn't win anything. She performed though. She did perform. Yeah. Did they? She did won, they? Won, did uh, they watch? Pixie. <laughs> Pixie of the year. They, act, the best they actually didn't. You can put in your front pocket. <laughs> they didn't watch. I watched. They didn't watch. <laughs> With the, is that something they would watch though, Cal? Like if they knew, like if you no. said, like Ariana Grande is going to be, am I saying that right? I feel like I'm a Taco Bell. Yeah, that's, yeah. Is, is going to be on the Grammys tonight. Like would they stay up? Is that a kind of stay up thing? That, no, it's it's a, 
we have it recorded. Maybe they'll go back and watch okay. her performance at some point. Right. But okay. that's it. Um, they also like that that wacko Sia. Who's PJ, this? you know who I'm talking about, right? That was awesome. Did you see that? I did. Did you know and that that was Kristen Wiig? When she <laughs> when she came out, I said, "Is that Kristen Wiig?" And I'm like, "No, it can't." Be. I'm like, "It can't be." I said the same thing. I said, "It can't be." No, she moves because too it well. looked like a professional dancer. She moves with the too well, with the right. fa- with the face of Kristen Wiig. It was just bizarre. Then it turned out it was. She's doing an alter ego thing. Sia is. Um, PJ, Sia was where is she from? Standing in the corner. What you, was that? But you have to give Steve the background on her. Sia is a studio vocalist who's been around for years. She's upwards of forty years old. She never she never lets her face out on records. Um, I think she's got a huge, huge self confidence problem. And she was standing in the corner of the set, Blair Witch style. Facing the wall. At the end of the Blair Witch Project. Just facing the wall, (laughs) singing singing the song. Wow, throwback reference. And out comes the 10-year-old girl from the controversial video that she had done with uh, Shia LaBeouf. I I know none of that video. God, I live under a rock. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's controversial. There's... There's this video of, of that I've heard about, but I've never girl seen. Girl in a leotard dancing with Shia. I think it's a wonderful a, video, actually. In a cage, it's Shia in LaBeouf a and a ten-year-old dancing in a cage. Yes, naked, What's dancing what? closely. What? what now? Simulating the dancing. simulating dancing in the nude. Oh boy. Simulating things that looked vaguely tribal, without mm. being necessarily sexual. Right. Uh, I thought it was really well done. So they then brought that girl on, right? With, with uh, uh, a Sia alter ego played by Kristen Wiig. I still can't believe it was Kristen Wiig. Yeah. So she it's was dancing pretending around to be this Sia. Apartment set. Yeah. Yeah. This, it like, looked trashed apartment. It looked like a professional interpretive dancer. And you wouldn't think Kristen Wiig could pull that off. Right. She did. She did. <laughs> Convincingly, apparently. Yeah, it was weird. That is bizarre. There was something very good. It was weird, but there was something very good about it. I I would encourage you at some point to YouTube Sia Grammys. All right, sir. Just so you could just so you could see what we're talking about. Because <laughs> it's hard to explain. Wish. <laughs> and then and then watch the Blair Witch Project, <laughs> the entire movie. I'm so scared. How about that no, movie? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that camera angle. Thank God, it no, wasn't no, the, not the nostril shot. Right, the nostril <laughs> shot. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was the end with the bad boy in the corner. What? You just ruined it. Spoiler what alert. What do you mean? The end with the bad boy in the corner. Too soon? Ruined the whole movie. What year is that movie? Like, 99? Ruined the whole 90s. That movie came out one, one year after the internet started. PJ ruined the 90s. Good job. That's my new VH1 show. Ruined the 90s. <laughs> ruined the, ruined 90s. the 90s. Andy Dick comes on like 15 times. <laughs> and in the end, there's a boy standing in the corner. They're all talking to the camera, a little bit off camera, right? They're just looking off to the side. Young MC has something to say about it. And in the end, it was Maggie who shot Mr. Burns. <laughs> PJ Room the nineties. Are you are you pro Andy Dick or are you con Andy Dick? Oh boy. I feel like uh there's political overtones here, I feel like. <laughs> Like if you take one side or the other against Andy Dick, you're really you're really letting people know who you are. Um, I'm uh, sort of uh, ambivalent. Can you be ambivalent about uh, Andy Dick? I I I must admit to really liking him on news radio. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I liked everything about that show. I thought it was like really well cast and, and one of the better cast sitcoms ever. So, hey, it doesn't bother me so much. It's his shtick. I don't know. Cal? Andy shtick. Andy shtick. Are you, uh, I, I, I'm not again. I'm not again. You're not akin to Andy Dick? <laughs> I'm not akin to Andy Dick. He's doing his thing. He's doing, it's hard. It, look, it's a hard business. That we call hey. a show. Hey, would Pauly Shore be on PJ Ruin the 90s? <laughs> we saw PJ Ruin the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, that guy. Oh, my God. Tell us how you feel about Pauly Shore. <laughs> this guy... Waiting all night for this. Can't answer a direct question even once. And it's not because, like, he's crafty. It's because he's an imbecile. I'm convinced. He's had a uh, a really weird... Yeah, if you've uh, listened to him on WTF or... And he, and he has his own podcast, which you, PJ, you said you tried, and it's just idiotic. Um, weird. Well, that's, that's what, Lynn, it, it adds more to my theory. Right. He had his own podcast. He was able to get Kitty Bruce, Lenny right. Bruce's daughter, who doesn't daughter. talk to anyone. Right. And after he interviews her, he has to go get Mark Marin to, like, Explain what she meant. Because <laughs> he he knew so little about he he knew he knew that the name Lenny Bruce is important, you know, mm. and that's about all he would say. Like I knew he was an important guy, so I went and I got Mark Marin to explain to me what his daughter was talking about because, and he, even in the interview portions. Of the of the podcast where you hear him talking to her, he's got nothing. He's got nothing in the form of a question, and he doesn't understand what she's talking about because he doesn't even understand the context of the period she's talking about. And then Marin comes out and explains any, everything. He throws everything at Pauly Shore that he could possibly think about, about Lenny Bruce. And, and Pauly Shore just says things like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We saw Lenny Bruce bodies. <laughs> you two are very good, Pauly Shore. Controversial. So it just, this is, <laughs> this is, this is just to me, this, somebody who I just look at and I, and, and I, I, I scream, like, how did you get anything? And who let you keep it? His, his mother. His mother is Mitzi Shore. I know his mother is Mitzi Shore. The comedy store. (laughs) She was married to Bud... uh, uh, Bud Melman. No, not Bud Melman. Is it Bud Melman? Larry Bud Melman? No, it's Bud... uh, Not Bud Shore. Bud Adams? No. (laughs) Who's Bud Adams? (laughs) Bud Adams is Bud... Bud uh, He owned the Oilers. He did own the Oilers. (laughs) Bud Adams owned the Houston Oilers. It's Wade Phillips. I can't Phillips. believe he owned you're a comedy of, store, you're, too. You're thinking of Wade Phillips. No. <laughs> Coach. Bud Abbott. Bud Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> she was married to Bud Abbott. You know that. Everybody knows that. No, she was married to... Give me a second. What's his name? Oh, it's Bud... Oh my goodness! I can I'm, I can picture him on stage. Sammy Shore, Sammy Shore. She was married to Sammy Shore. I'm thinking of somebody. Similarly, similarly. But that's how he got there. His mother's Bitsy Shore. He was raised by like Sam Kinison. Can't you rail against him till he goes away? I mean, can't, no. isn't there some sort of grassroots campaign we can start that you stink so much, everything you do needs to go away? It's the Stop Bronson podcasting. Theory. Stop making documentaries about yourself walking in circles. Stop bringing the weasel out for for a, a tour around America. No one cares. No one wants to see it. You're terrible. You lack everything necessary to be an entertainer. Stop. Wow. It's happening. 
Fifty Shades of Grey. What the hell is Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Downshift. Look out. How did he do that? This thing. It's this terrible. This thing. It started as a fan fiction. Andy Rooney. For like Twilight or something. And then and then someone had the presence of mind to change the names. And suddenly it becomes a novel. And a movie. This terrible S&M novel. And now a movie. Is Pauly Shore in it? Who greenlights this? He that might would, as that well would, be. That would really, really make your head explode. <laughs> Go on. Keep going. There's what more there. under your collar? What, what else has got your goat? <laughs> they, it, well, it just seems that we're, there's a lot of extremes here. I mean, Beck is awfully good, and that album was really good, and I'm glad he won the Grammy for, for you know, Best Artist. Or best uh, album of the year, or whatever the hell he it was. It was album of the year. It was album of the year. Yeah, and there was a lot of strong stuff. There was a lot of strong artists that were nominated. Sam Smith, not one of them. He's a flash in the <laughs> pan. Everything. But that happens every every year at the Grammys. There's at least one flash in the pan that gets his thing and he Quarter goes flash. away. <laughs> Quarter were flash. Quarter flash. P- Good. Were they a flash in the pan? Yes. Well, what did they do besides suddenly last summer? <laughs> they were one fourth of a flash in the pan. They had they another were 16th one. They did not. <laughs> they didn't harden my heart. They'd... Oh. Was that them? I think it was. To the YouTube, Robin. To the YouTube. I'm gonna harden my heart. So I'm I I was just wondering, the Polish Shore thing was just me wondering. Do do you have anybody that where you, that you hold a similar sentiment where you just look at them and you're like, how? <laughs> what gives you the right even to be here? Do you have anyone like that oh. in music or oh, I have or, a number uh, of them. <laughs> film or TV? I probably have an unhealthy number of them. Yeah, I mean, I do the Kardashians it. count? Yeah, like we're not doing like reality type people, right? Because we all know the outrage and fury no, there. They've had to have they've had to have done more than just like a show on Bravo or something. I mean, you know, Paulie Shore stretched that out into like a five movie deal. <laughs> I mean, he really he really pushed it. <laughs> I uh, wow. I guess the 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 biggest one that comes to mind, but it's sort of dissipated because I I know people that worked for him. Or worked with him, and they said he was not a bad guy. Was Ashton Kutcher? It was always Ashton Kutcher because I was in L.A. at that time and struggling as an actor, and like he came out of nowhere, and he's just unbelievably pretty, and he's not a very good actor. It's very pretty, even though he was perfect he- on the '70s show. Uh, Stop me in my tracks. I was like, my but he, but, but he, he went on like Leno and was like, like very early on in his career and was like, yeah, I moved here from Iowa and I was a model there and I won like an underwear modeling contest and then I moved here and I got the first job I auditioned for and I don't know why so many actors say it's hard. And I was like, <laughs> now I have <laughs> he to insulted you. <laughs> no, now I have to kill you. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, see. He's insulting your sensibilities. That's this is yes. exactly what I'm talking about. There was, I think, like thirteen of us, like the next day, that went and got coffee. Like thirteen struggling actors <laughs> that like went and yeah. got coffee the next day. And we're like, we should probably kill him. Right. Uh, but then it doesn't. But it then, doesn't end with his talent. It 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 yes. it goes deeper because there's something. Deeply insulting. Well, and well, and he's not talented. And he might have as, redeemed himself with you as an actor. He did because I had two very good friends who worked on Punked uh, for a long time. Our buddy Joe Dallow, uh, you know, from of Dummy fame, was mm-hmm. the you know assistant art director on Punk for years. My, you know, my, one of my best friends, Matt Smith, worked on Punk for years in the art department, and they all said he was a pretty good guy and good to work for. And that show was brilliant. And that no was one that has was said Paulie Shore is a good guy. And that was out of his brain. <laughs> you know, punked was his idea. You mm-hmm. know, so no one no one would ever say Paulie Shore is a good guy. <laughs> no, nobody's lining up to be like, oh, Paulie, he's wonderful. He's just so, a great. 
Yeah, what a what a good dude. Um, so mine would be Ashton Kutcher, Cal, Guy Fieri. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Right. Drives me crazy that guy. Oh, oh, that is some real deal hatred from Cal. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Envy Town. Yeah, I, I got a huge problem with him. Why? Let's get into it. Because is it, is what it, is, is it? The look. What is, well, the look is is ridiculous. He's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Let's get real. The sunglasses uh, on the have, back of the head. <laughs> the back of the head sunglasses drives you crazy. Have you eaten? It. Have you eaten anything from any of his restaurants ever? I haven't. Or is it is just it his TV persona? No, it's a TV persona that I that I can't stand. Okay. Okay. Just like you know, strutting around thinking he's the stuff. Who are you, my grandmother? He was walking around bugs, thinking he's triple Is that Fieri's on the Food Network, but he never cooks. He just goes door to door and that's, eats. That's it. That's it. He's he had a cooking show, though. That's he had a cooking it. show. No, he's never cooked a thing yes, in his life. Yes, he did. He had a cooking show for a long time. Absolutely. Did he? Okay. Yes. Oh, he won the contest, right? He won the next the, the he Food Network. He did win a contest. Yeah. Right? He won the next Food Network star. The first well, they one don't air the that, second one. Whatever show he made, they don't air it very much. It's uh, The only thing they and air now is... he had a cooking show for like two... Before Diners, Drive-Ins, or concurrently with Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, the first year it was on. And he cooked. And he cooked every show. He made some great stuff. I'm not buying it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you mean he made some great stuff? What did he make? He had a... Uh, he, he had like a real... He had like a like real a super... Orange. No, he had like a real supercharged kitchen. It like looked like a race. Supercharged. <laughs> Check it out. Oh my god, were there like were there like racing stripes in his yeah, kitchen? Yeah, it something? looked like a it looked like a race car. Oh my it god, it did. The whole kitchen looked like a race car. <laughs> I got fuzzy dice hanging off my pot. We're gonna be making some jalapeno poppers <laughs> that are gonna, gonna pop you up. That are gonna knock your socks off. <laughs> Um, oh boy, Guy Fieri! He did like a Super Bowl uh, show. Where he made Super Bowl food. It was all like, like the American stuff that he cooks. Uh, but it wasn't. I, I I have to say, it was a genuine cooking show. Maybe if, if Guy Fieri, if Guy Fieri is at an event that you're at, Cal, do you make any effort to meet him or shake his hand or anything? Like, give me give me the event. <laughs> You're at a corporate. You're at a corporate event at a, at a Hilton. It's you and fifty people, and he's there. He's uh, meeting and greeting. Jack, is, is he, he wearing a Hawaiian shirt and shorts? <laughs> he's himself. Yes, cargo shorts. I think that's a given. Cal stays on the other side of the room. I think. Does he give him the stink eye? How do you think I do? You think I am? I just I think I'd avoid him. I don't think I'd stink I am. I would give Kutcher the stink eye. I'd give I'd Anthony Bourdain the stink eye. <laughs> I'd have give, to get in one wait, question to Paulie Shore. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. Cal, Cal just said he'd give Anthony Bourdain the stink eye. What? <laughs> wait, wait now. What did Bourdain do? Oh, I hate I hate him with a passion. Guy Fieri is for just what? more like a, you know, he's just a clown that I don't have time for. Anthony Bourdain, I, he, he evokes a reaction in me when I see him <laughs> and his pretentiousness. I hate him. He's a pretty big D-bag. Oh, his. my God. On because, the French Riviera, his, eating snails. His <laughs> deliberate unpretentiousness becomes pretentious. He goes so far around, then he's back to pretentious again. He swung it all the way around. Right. He's in a vortex of pretension. He's better than you because he eats with the peasants. That's right. That's right. He's better than you because he eats with the peasants. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Look at me. I mean, I'd, with the I'd have to go. I'd have to go eye to eye with Pauly Shore just to see if there was anything in there. I if I had a chance to 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 meet him, I, I would have to get a question off just to see. Would if you have a staring contest with him? <laughs> Yes. Would you engage him in a staring contest to see what's behind those eyes? I would do as much as I could to find out. Can I begin to raise funds for you to have a staring contest <laughs> with Paul Shore? <laughs> We're going to need Kick, a, a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. <laughs> you, do, you said you'd do as much as you can, but would you do whatever it took? <laughs> How far are you willing to go? I'm willing, contest with I'm willing to take Pauly Shore to dinner so that we may converse over a table for a good 45 minutes to an hour and a half just so I can keep hitting him with comments and questions till I can find out how much of a block of wood he really is. Would you go to Guy Fieri's <laughs> Great American Bite, whatever that place is called? Absolutely. Can we please Great have American it there? Bite. Great American Bite. What's it called? That place. I called Guy Fieri's $30 Burgers. I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a real deal burger that costs you $45. Because <laughs> I've got Times Square rent to pay and you're, you're here. You're going to Flavortown <laughs> on these nachos for 52 bucks. It's got real Angus beef, bacon, and a Corvette in the burger. We're doing, we're doing burgers for $25 a pop. <laughs> I have a restaurant with a gift shop. <laughs> Bourdain wouldn't do that. No. Bourdain. He would, he would, he would, he would tell you how, how uh, he's uh, having, he's sharing food with the natives. Um, There's no gift shop here, okay. And if you're in a gift shop, you're wrong and you're stupid. No, you go to uh, Bourdain's restaurant and he would make you cook something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you make it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Use my kitchen. Show me how you make eggs. Come on. Show me how you make eggs. Dazzle me. We'll drink some Prosecco. Eating with the peasants. <laughs> That's the name of his restaurant. Eating with peasants. <laughs> I'm dying with the Prince of Monaco. I'm not going to sour myself to eat you. <laughs> Eating snails on the French Riviera. That's what pissed you off, Cal. I love it. Eating his snails. So smug. He's so smug. With your snails. I th- I think w- just while we're talking about chefs that uh, infuriate us, <laughs> there are so got, many. You got, you got anybody else there? I'm I'm pretty chef ambivalent. I, I used ambivalent again. I'm pretty chef neutral. <laughs> I'm chef neutral. Rachel Ray. <laughs> yeah, don't care for Rachel Ray. Okay, there you go. I don't Thank care you. for Rachel. I don't care for Rachel Ray. <laughs> no. How does she have a yeah, show? She's perky. <laughs> yeah, okay. So is my Aunt Dolly. She doesn't have a show. Aunt Dolly's very she's perky. She's perky and she's got a camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rachel Ray, I can't stand Chef Neutral. <laughs> <laughs> he comes on after Rachel Ray. <laughs> everything, everything Chef Neutral makes is, like, very bland. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, bread. We're going to, uh... We're going to make some... Some grits, grits today. Uh, He's in a great kitchen. Butter. We're not gonna, certainly not gonna use salted butter. That's for sure. Um, uh, medium heat, <laughs> heat everything in medium heat. We're gonna use the center rack of the oven. How do you, how do you feel about bold flavors? Well, I really don't. I can't. Uh, I don't really get involved in. In either bold or bland favor flavors, like to keep the flavor profile 
really just sort of a uh, sort of middle yeah. of the road. Yeah. Now you could use two use di- mild two, two dashes of salt here. I can't. I'm just gonna use I'm just gonna use the one. Because I really don't wanna you know, pull this dish out on the road, as it were. So uh today you don't today, we're gonna, today we're gonna make a a really nice steak. Medium. <laughs> <laughs> Cooked perfectly medium. Um Oh, I got, I got another one, by the way. Kathy Griffin. She's not a chef, but she's another one that I hate. She's rough. But isn't she? Is she in the Andy Dick category? She's the female Andy Dick. She is the female Andy Dick. Well, but I but see her, I can't stand. I've I've made that clear on this show, didn't I? Kathy Griffin, probably. Yeah. Just about the but fact that she. Like, but do you feel like she deserves none of it? That's, she deserves that's none real... of it. She's not talented. Uh, I disagree with that, Cal. You think she's talented? I think I what does dis- she do well? I dislike strongly what she does. She annoys you. That's what she does well. <laughs> well that's yeah. But it took a lot of it, she's a performer that not a lot of people could do what she does. And it took she's courageous. Courageous is not the right word. She found a way to use something that she had. Um and perform with it, and I think there's talent there. I do think there's talent there for her. But she had ambition. She she did, and I hate the way she did it. I hate the idea of like telling stories about her A-list friends is the way she right sort of got material. But it does take a deft touch to make that material. Mm-hmm. And to be able to to perform and self-deprecate to the point where you're 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 making yourself sort of she's she's a weird performer because she makes herself sort of fabulous while self-deprecating you know my life mm-hmm. on the D list like even in general using these A list stories which she clearly has access to. And yet, somehow, she's maintained her life on the D-list. Like, there's, there's, mm-hmm. she's not a terrible storyteller. She's not. I, I have to give her credit there. Do I find her unbelievably annoying? Yes. Do I not really like the way she traded on her stories that way? Sure. But there's a skill to that. I to give her credit for That's that. Kinda yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Lena Dunham. Oh, she's in a weird category. Her stuff I, annoys I, me so badly. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I did mean, you guys try watching that show? Did you watch that show? No. I've seen every episode, and I've I renamed it "Girls I Want to Slap." <laughs> I don't think that. It's not just <laughs> the producers. Just girls. <laughs> I know somebody on the crew. You just you could just go in. What do you have to write in? I know, I know the location producer, and uh, I'm going to talk to her about. Well, look, I know Lenny Kravitz too, everybody. but I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing it in your face, okay? Come on, buddy. <laughs> Name dropper. Hey, I met Lenny Kravitz. I met Lenny Kravitz once. <laughs> Knowing the location to produce the girls is name dropping. <laughs> Name dropper. Okay, Mr. Hollywood. All right, fine. <laughs> Mr. Big Shot. I, I still yeah. want to know how you got away with changing the name of that show. Goes, I want to slap because every character on that show needs a slap in the face. Next on HBO, girls, I want to slap. <laughs> I don't. I did, Wait, I thought this show was just called Girls. How did PJ do that? Some guy from Monmouth County went down and changed the name of the show. <laughs> He's big he started in beating up cast members. He's big he in Monmouth County. People. He brought cannolis with him. I watched two episodes, two episodes of that show, and I, I can't, I can't, can't, just couldn't. Yeah, I've seen them all. I, I, you know, it's my, it's my own fault. I'm not the. T- I mean, our buddy Evan loves season one, right? Evan loves season one, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah, I, 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 w- I can't. I wouldn't do use it. the word. Love. I tried. I couldn't get into it. <laughs> you would use the word slap. Girls, I want to slap. Speaking of the slap, oh, it's. Strangely compelling. 
You watched it? No, no, no. I'm still talking about girls. I'm saying girls are strangely compelling. <laughs> oh, girls, I want to slap. slap. <laughs> Is the slap been on yet? It was on tonight. Oh, it was on tonight. I actually have a friend who uh, has a nice scene in it. Oh, yeah? Actor friend, yep. Yeah. Has is a, he the uh, boy that gets slapped? He is. He's, yes, I hang around with a lot of eight-year-olds, so it's Does good. everybody on the show get slapped? Is that what it's about? Like, people slap? Yeah, it's, it's one yeah. slap. No, it's, it's, it's about that game you used to play as a kid, Slapsies. <laughs> we used to call it Slapjack. I don't know. You know, people have different names for it. And it's just a... Is it a game show? With Thurman and Zachary Kinto. Playing slapjack. <laughs> they go door to door. Yeah, they go door to door and play slapjack. Yeah. It's, I don't Hosted know. by Mario Lopez. I don't know how to pull off eight episodes of it. Thomas uh, is like, why did I take this part? This is not I was what I on, expected. I was on the newsroom, man. <laughs> now I'm playing slapsies. <laughs> how did I get here? It's got um, some cast, huh? It's got a tremendous cast. It really does. But is, is the is the concept not interesting? No, it it's it's. I'm just making sure. I'm asking for a friend. The concept <laughs> is too preachy. Too preachy? Yeah, like I think I don't know. Too seems very singular. I I <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's going to be a little too heavy-handed. Right. Oh. Look what, look what you did there. Good job. <laughs> You're going to be writing for Entertainment Weekly any minute. <laughs> I write for that bullseye page on the back. The slap is heavy-handed. You've got the stuff, kid. Come on board. Congrats on the new gig, Cal. Writing the writing the blurb reviews in People. <laughs> I found it a bit heavy-handed. Parentheses, wink, wink. I write for Gene Shallot now. Yeah, it's very, very good. The cast of the slab fits like a glove. <laughs> it's a white knuckle thrill ride. You gotta give it a hand. <laughs> And I'm pointing your the finger in the mouth. at the slap. This is the best <laughs> new show of the year. I'm Gene Shalit. <laughs> this show gets a high five. <laughs> I'm waving goodbye to the slap. <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. I don't know why I'm Andy. That was Rex, that was Rex Reed. Rex Reed. <laughs> So this, this this slap is about some guy slaps a kid who's not his own, and then uh, things arise. Yes. Yep. And then sing. Consequences no. begin, and then he begin sings. to spill. Then he sings. Tom Sadowski starts singing. Right. The sun will come right. out. He slaps. He slaps a kid that's not his own, and then it turns into the family wants to sue him. Right. For child abuse or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But but it turns out that the kid is still being breastfed, but he's only he's already eight years old and Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know this part. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really like it's a it's a Wait whole a class warfare type. The hippies and the and the rich businessmen and Sounds it, great. Yeah, there's a lot it's it's just like, you know it's like having something beat over your head for an hour. Right, slapped right. around. It, it, you know, did, I had no interest did they in it. Re- put something in there about the jocks versus the nerds while they're at it. <laughs> the yeah, there, is there a click of bitchy girls <laughs> in the corner of the yard? <laughs> yeah, they got uh, they got all their bases covered. I feel like they got all, all. all hands are on the deck. Point Dexter's. <laughs> the point. Socks. Hey, listen. This is where I want to end because we got to end this thing. But I Told did you Pete, scooters. <laughs> they got those in there. <laughs> only one. Just the one. The one old lady on a Got happy-go-lucky right? dog walkers. Any of those? Yep. Right. Couple. 
Um, did anybody see the trailer for the new Cameron Crowe movie? Aloha. There was one. Yeah. Our buddy Dr. E. Ray did us the did us the service of sending us this trailer from YouTube today. Um, did you watch it, Cal? No. Oh boy. Oh boy. And he prefaced it by saying there was like a long paragraph preface of. I've always defended Cameron Crowe. I still go back and watch some of his movies. I've even tried to like Elizabeth Town. But I cannot defend this. <laughs> and then it was this period. Who'd he, say, who'd he send it to? He sent it to us in the RTU chat room. Oh, yeah, I didn't... What, not, what not has Cameron Crowe done? It, and it's Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, Bill Murray, Rachel McAdams... Danny McBride and Alec Baldwin. It looks awful. I mean, the shark <laughs> cannot be jumped any more than this shark is being jumped. I I urge you, I implore you, go watch this, this trailer and just and Cameron tell me Crow I'm is out of ideas or or he's out of ideas he's recycling ideas <clears throat> you know what it looks like it's Saturday lo- night live skit it looks like a Saturday night live parody of a Cameron Crowe movie from just from the dialogue mm. but like maybe a parody that he was in on like remember when Edward Norton goofed Wes Anderson on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. And they did that parody trailer. That's what this looks like. Holy cow, guys. Holy cow. Wow. I mean... Wow. Well, that's, that's disappointing. I, I look forward it is. to his movie. I know. This is exactly what Evan said. I even liked Vanilla Sky. He said, I can't... How dare you? He said, I'm about to slap you. He said, I cannot feign excitement over this movie. Can't even fake it. You liked Vanilla Sky? I like it in Vanilla Sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the deserted Applebee's you had the other night, right? That's pie in this guy. It's different. So that's uh, two Vanilla Skies and one Chocolate <laughs> Eruption. I'll be right back with uh, three spoons. Will you be sharing? Great. <laughs> uh, it's really bad, guys. Go check it out. <laughs> Go check out this it's really, really awful, awful Go trailer. Check it. It's really bad. It's Go check it out. This milk doesn't smell good. <laughs> smell this. I think this milk, I think this milk is bad. that's what the Aloha trailer is. It's a container of milk Dead that's milk. in the refrigerator and the exp- expiration date is passed and you give it to somebody and say, "Smell this. Is this bad?" But you've already smelled it. You, you know it. Bad. You already know. You already know. But that's what that's what Evan was like handing it to us today. Smell this. This is bad, right? <laughs> that's what it is. It's the confirmation that the milk is bad. <laughs> Is, I know it's bad, but I, I I want you to tell me it's bad. I need to just confirm for me, please. Are you guys big expiration date guys, by the way? Yes. Like big like on everything. expiration date guys? Yes. Like my wife. Like, if, like if do it, I always if it, hold to it? If it's like four hours over, that's it. It's out. That's no chance. No. Hell no. No, neither am I. No. Are you really, Cal? I am with the boys, but not with me so much. I went to my parents' house for dinner once, <laughs> and they had a bottle of ketchup on the table. had a, had expired a year prior. <laughs> a year. A full year. Calendar yeah, year. A full year. So there's somebody. Uh, my wife has a, has an uncle. His big thing is he always notices when your uh, car registration is going to expire or your inspection. Everybody's got to sing. Your car inspection, not the registration, the inspection. <laughs> and he'll let you know, I oh, you know your inspection's out this month. Yeah, I know. I've been thinking you in eight months. Look at windshields. Uh, yeah, he, he'll, and he looks, and he'll, and he'll come in and tell you, just to give you, like, it's a public service, you know, your, your inspection's up. 
I actually need that guy because my, my, I, always, I always miss my inspection. I always forget about it. I need Allison's uncle. Can, can he come now, over to Bayside? Of, with a bottle of ketchup, is it the sell-by date or is it the use-by date? I, just, I think it was just a bottle of ketchup. I don't know. There was just one date on it, but it was a, it doesn't matter. It was a year prior. <laughs> they should put a drop dead date on it. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, whether <laughs> even if even if it was used by even if it was sell by this particular date, it was a year later. You wouldn't have this ketchup laying around for a year. Had it begun to gray? I mean, geez. was it open? Yeah, it did. It was it was purple. Oh come on. Yeah. Oh jeez. And they had this in the refrigerator. No. No, oh. they had this in the pantry, had run out of ketchup, and went, oh, let's let's use this bottle. Hadn't been opened. <laughs> I looked at the date. I the said, this is, a, cabinet. this is a year ago. Nah, it's good. It's good. You put it on your burger. It's good. It, I said, it's not good. It's purple. You put it on your burger. Yeah. Here, smell this. It said... Purple. It said Heinz Ketchup, a new product from Heinz. <laughs> Heinz 57, a new product. Why is there why is there a picture of a woman in like an apron who looks like Rosie the Riveter on this ketchup? <laughs> this is, this can't be, we, used to, we used to say that about the Twinkies that, that you would get in school. Yeah, those were old. That they were so old, it would say, Twinkies, a new product from Hostess. <laughs> like, you knew you were in bad shape. You're like, now introducing Twinkies. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Mm. Why is there a kid with a crew cut? Looks like Leave it to Beaver on here. <laughs> I don't let expiration dates get in my way. I don't. I, I got a I, bottle it, of prescription medication that's but expired in 09. Whoa. Wait, wait. <laughs> in 09? <laughs> Pump the brakes here, pal. <laughs> All right, your little your little uh, your little electric Kool Aid bus. That's a different story. Whatever you're taking over there, <laughs> your little Ken Kesey journey. Whatever you're doing, that's different. All right, Burroughs, take it. I will eat old yogurt. How do you think yogurt became yogurt? It got old. How I, old? Yeah, give me a give me a give me a statute of limitations. I'll hit a yogurt that's that's uh, seven <laughs> days past the stamp date, no problem. Will you slap it? <laughs> if so, no, I want to slap it. If so, we got to give mini-series. everything in my house a slap. The slap knocks off the bacteria. What about the sour? show itself? <laughs> what about sour cream? Nah, that sour cream you, you can keep for two time. months after the date. Are you kidding? You know when sour cream goes bad? When you open it up and there's a little black furry thing right on the top. That's when your sour cream is bad. Other than that, you eat that. That's nasty. He's a hard marker. When it comes to expiration dates. How about the cheese? Where you cut around the mold on the cheese? Cheese in my house doesn't last three hours. (laughs) How about a loaf of bread? That just doesn't come up. Loaf of bread starts getting moldy. Will you eat around mm-hmm. it? You will. Wow. What are you, what are you in the depression? What's going on <laughs> over there? I have taken bread out of a bread bag. Now, not green mold. Green mold goes in the garbage. But if it's got a little white right around the, the crust, you just trim that crust right off and put it in the toaster. Toast kills everything. Toaster kills everything. <laughs> That's fair. You toast That's it out. True. You toast you it away. It. Now, Cal, if you charro, you charro, you charro. That's Gucci, Gucci bread. If you said that, that's I didn't. a horrible charro. That's a bad charro. Eating bread on the love boat. Is there... Cal, if you 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 will stick to it for all products. Like, there's not like a bag of chips, like you know, a sell by, like on a bag of chips. Are you okay or? No, I usually, I usually get rid of it if it's after the date. Really? Yeah. I feel like the I feel like the expiration date is more a suggestion. No, I feel like the sell by is the suggestion. I see. I don't recall there being two dates on things. I only see one date. There's definitely a sell by, right? 
I certain was, products have a sell by, so other products cer- have certain products have an expiration. Right. Some have a use by. <laughs> some have a <laughs> some have a bye bye. Bye bye bye. <laughs> bread I'm bread I'm sort of I'm sort of nutty with. Yeah, bread I'm sort of You won't eat bread if it's I, I had a bad experience. I had a bad experience with like hamburger rolls where I didn't realize it and it was you know, like green mold and yeah. I got real sick and so I'm I'm pretty not in like milk, obviously. You were eating in if the it dark? It starts curdling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was night eating. I was eating in the dark. You were night eating. You didn't yeah. notice the tufts of green. I was night swimming with Michael Stipe. <laughs> um, I mistook a piece of pound cake for marble pound cake. I mistook a piece? Mar- <laughs> <laughs> I mistook a piece of pound cake? I, Bishop oh. PJ... I thought you, I thought you were mistakenly took a piece of pound cake for marbled pound cake when, in fact, the marbling was a disease. <laughs> <laughs> but that was instantly identifiable upon biting it that that I was eating diseased bread, a diseased pound cake. This is not marble pound cake. <laughs> diseased pound cake. Something. Was it so dying. bad you thought you thought you were eating bread, but it was really pound cake? <laughs> I thought I was eating a rodent. That's what I thought. It was bad. <laughs> this is this is not so bad. Imus would definitely confirm if Imus were here, he would definitely agree with me. This is not good pound cake. <laughs> Imus Imus took a piece of pound cake. That's what he thought he was saying. <laughs> you got to remember that one. He's name dropping again. <laughs> now, you're, now you're hanging out with Imus. Okay, hot shot. Okay. Uh, Very good. All right, let's uh, let's uh, wrap here. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we didn't get to your daily show, but we'll, we can do that later. Yeah, yeah we got time. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> that's, that's incorrect, actually. Actually, actually Gallant. He's actually leaving the program. Oh, I had that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Total opposite. PJ, final on Oh, you know, there's a quote I wanted to say. Endless, endless forms, most beautiful and most wonderful, have been and are being evolved. Happy birthday, Charles Darwin. Oh, very well done. He doesn't deserve anything, by the way. He's a real schmuck. That Darwin. Okay. Keep it clean. He's the Pauly Shore of science. (laughs) Um, The Philadelphia Eagles released their 2015 team calendar today. And uh, the player they chose for the month of February... African American History Month, the month of February. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper, everybody. Happy African American History Month. <laughs> and and my final note is um, had a really wonderful time at the game on Tuesday night. Uh, taking uh, my son to the game, and uh, so big thanks to you, Cal. Thank you. For, uh, for getting the tickets and uh, for entertaining Wesley when uh, I went to get M and M's, and uh, that's a smart kid there, by the way. He's he's pretty sharp. He's pretty sharp. But uh, he is now, uh, I think, five and zero oh, lifetime, or five and one maybe lifetime. So might have to get season seats Ooh. in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. not to make any plans. <laughs> For Brian Calvi and PJ Cachopo, I'm Steve San Pietro. Thanks, everybody. Good night, Pauly Shore, wherever you are. And Don Imus, of course. <laughs> Imbecile. Imbecile. <laughs> 
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.